Welcome to the fourth episode of Senior Living Marketing Success. Today we're talking about the four areas that you can control to generate more leads. And remember, this is all a part of the tour method. Tell the right story, optimize your targeting, use the right technology, and get more reviews. Here we are for episode number four, talking about four areas that you can control when generating leads. I've talked with so many of you. If you're in our Facebook group, Senior Living Marketing Success, I've talked with many of you. And a common thing that I hear is that you have trouble generating leads online. And for some of you, that means generating leads to book appointments. For others, it means generating leads to ultimately book tours. And so we kind of want to address that and talk about the four ways, um, the, the four areas that you can actually control. Uh, and when you control well, these correctly, things, yeah, yeah, right? I, I want to simplify it. Yep. Like, take a step back and quit worrying about the how much am I spending on Google and Facebook and YouTube and just take a step back. And this is the high level. Like these are the four areas you need to crush. Yep. So let's get started on that. Number one, ads and uh, your targeting. Yeah, you know what's funny is I have a lot of calls with with a lot of the communities as well that they reach out and they want to learn they, they want to know more they they want more details about what we do, and I bet at least fifty percent tell me that oh well we've tried online advertising it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, okay, but just because you had somebody try it doesn't mean it doesn't work because we know yeah. it works. We we do this for for partners all over the country. So we know it works. Uh, but if your if your targeting is off or your ads are off, then guess what? You're right. It's Online advertising is not going to work. So, you know, when you break down that first step, right, your ads have to resonate with people and your targeting has to be on point. Now, are there lots of moving parts in there? Absolutely. hundred percent. But it takes testing, it takes time, it takes some patience. If you don't have somebody that knows what the targeting looks like for, for this industry, then you just have to give them a little bit of time. You have to give them some, some uh, I know it feels like you're throwing money away, but who here does not believe that people are searching for senior living or nursing homes, as I posted last week, right? Yeah. Um, there, there are tons of people searching for this online. So, you know, to say that the that online ads don't work, well, maybe just either give them some more time or find someone else that has experience in senior living that understands the targeting uh, in, in detail and understands how to make an ad that converts, right? So there's two, there's two pieces there. Yep. Well, and today it is, it, it's, fairly simple to actually create an ad account and learn how to go and post an ad or, um, you know, hire someone who says that they're a Google ads expert, but to actually have ads that are effective, you need to work with someone that, um, has done it in the past and has also done it for your kind of business. So, I'm assuming yep. most of you listening to this are in senior living or senior care. So you need to work with someone who specializes in yeah. advertising for senior care or senior living businesses. 
and, and I'll speak to that from my experience, right? Like when I first started doing marketing consulting, you know, I left my full-time job and I started my agency I, for, for several years, I was helping people in all sorts of industries. And so I never got really good at anything in any single industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but since we've started senior living pros and we have, you know, I brought you in because of, of your, of your expertise in this matter, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're really good at targeting. And so, um, now I am better at the targeting stuff, uh, in, in senior living. And so it, it absolutely is important. I can speak firsthand. Like I was not very good when I was trying to do it for every industry under the sun. Once I made my business focus on senior living, we have gotten tremendously good at, at targeting uh, for the people looking for senior living. The other day I was speaking with an agency um, who I was, in, they were trying to work with a community that I was also working with. And they were talking about, well, we want to do some Facebook ads. And I said, you know, that's, that sounds great. And they said, well, you know, we, we think that really for Facebook ads to be effective, you, you've got to, you got to set the age parameters. And that instantly told me they have not done ads recently for anyone in the senior care space. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, uh, I mean, Facebook and Google have really limited anything that relates to the housing industry and senior living falls into that category um, because they don't they don't want you to your ads to be discriminatory in any way. So a couple of years ago, you could go on Facebook and say, I want to run this ad and I want only people 55 years and up to see this ad. Now, if you try and run that ad, Facebook is going to flag that and you can't. So there's different ways to target that age group. Um, but that's another reason. That's just an example of why you've got to work with someone who knows about the space and who knows about the senior care and senior living space and how to navigate all of these new new rules and regulations. You want to move on well, and to stay on top of them because those rules change all the time. So all the time. Um, but yeah, so number two is reviews, right? We've talked about this before, but this this is a huge part of this. Once they discover you, however they discover you, the first thing they're going to do is Google you, right? And so you've got to have a system that you're asking people for reviews, right? And we have a really good system that we use for this. But you have to have a system, and you have to make it easy for your families to leave the reviews, right? Um, And so those are the two things. If you don't have a system in place, then it's never going to happen. And even if you do have a system in place, but it's a bad system, and you don't make it easy for them to leave the review, they're not. They're still not going to happen. So um, you know, we see this all the time. People are like, they'll they'll send out a message or an email or text or whatever, and be like, "Hey, do you mind um, leaving us a review on these five different sites?" They're never going to do it, right? right? Oh yeah, sure. Yep. And they never do it. So pick a, pick a platform. I highly, highly, highly recommend Google. Yes. Right? Google is the king. Um, and have a system. And also remember, they don't have to move in to leave a review. Right. right? If you have a system after tours, and maybe, maybe, Luke, I give you a tour and it goes really, really well, and I feel that we're jiving, but for whatever reason, you know, your, your mom doesn't want to move to, to, to our city or whatever, right? This happens a lot where you have a really good connection, but there's some factor at play that keeps it from happening. Mm -hmm. Send them the review. They will still leave you a review. 
So, um, so again, have a system, make it easy. Yep. And, and even think about people that you don't necessarily give a two or two, but maybe who call in, realize quickly, you know, maybe this isn't the right situation for me, but you still actually help them find a better situation. That's still someone you should reach out and ask for a, a review uh, from. Yeah. I think anyone that you build a relationship with, go for it. Yes. Right. I would probably focus mostly on the people that you gave a tour and also everyone who's lived in your community for the past three to five years, right? Get your list out, put it into a system. Uh, It doesn't even have to be our system, but put it into a system that you can send out 20, 30 requests a week. Um, That's another thing. Don't send out like a list of 300 people all at the same time, right? You can raise some red flags and it, it just looks fishy. Yep. So if you have a list of 300, send out 30 a week for 10 weeks. Yeah. 50 a week for six weeks, whatever. And um, before we move on to the next one, I mean, it, th- this is something that, you know, you're not going to go from zero reviews to 100 reviews in a week uh, unless you've got just, you know, a massive list and you really want to risk Thousands. Google kind of flagging yeah. your account, um, which obviously we highly recommend against. But it 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 really takes a lot of requests to build up your your star rating um, because you're not going to have a hundred percent response on these review requests that you send out. So don't get discouraged. If you send out 20 and only get two new five-star reviews, uh, don't get discouraged. Don't be surprised by that. And also after you've sent out that initial request, don't be afraid to follow up again. You know, after a couple of days to say, Hey, um, wanted to see if you were able to leave that review, you know, if, and then say something like if you were, um, just, you know, ignore my message. Sometimes Google takes a while to post something. Just something really yep. casual, but again, follow up there is is also also critical. So once you have the the right traffic and the right people that you're telling the story to, make sure you tell them the right story, right? The right story to the right people at the right yep. time. That's where the magic happens online, right? And there's two parts to this as well for your website. Mm-hmm. Make sure that when they come to your website, and you may have come to one of our webinars. Uh, in fact, we need to do another one of those webinars. We'll put we'll put that on the calendar one day soon. Um, hmm. maybe, maybe you've seen that, right. Where we talk about the story brand. If you haven't this book right here, by the way, building a story brand, highly recommend it, pick it up. Um, there's seven parts of the story that make it so that when they come to your website, they don't find your story. They find their story, right? You talk about the problems they face. You talk about how you're mm-hmm. going to make their life better. Talk about the, the, the things that they want, right? Make it about them. Please, for the love of God, do not post drone photos of your building or empty or empty rooms or, you know, a bunch of stock photos. You want it to be an accurate representation of your community. We've talked about this before, but your message is number one. And then your calls to action. Make sure you have clear calls to action. And the reason I say calls plurally is you want two calls to action, right? You want number one for all of you probably should be book a tour. Maybe you want to call an appointment, book an appointment, book a tour. Either way, that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is what? A lead generator, right? So it could be your pricing guide. It could be, you know, hey, this is last month's activity calendar so they can see what, what was happening. Put it behind a contact form, though. Have them put their name, email, phone number. And in the pricing guide, we have seen this. If you're not doing this, we have seen this work really, really, really well with our partners. Um, And the reason is 
yeah, extremely and, and, well. And two different reasons, right? Number one, if they download your pricing, they're obviously actually interested in 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 moving in, right? Number two, yep. If they can't afford it, you just saved yourself time, right? I, I see. Oh, I, I don't want to scare them away with pricing. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, if they can't afford four thousand dollars a month or five thousand dollars a month, why are you going to waste an hour giving a tour or more? Right? I mean, uh, I, I don't mean that callously. Yep. It's just that if someone can't afford your community, then you're giving away time to someone else that maybe could for someone who can't. And so, you know, I'm also a big yeah. believer though, in you can also make a secondary call to action, um, helping those people find places that they can't afford. So don't feel like you're, you know, this jerk saying up, oh, can't afford five grand a month. We're not here to help you send them resources. It's fine. Right. They will appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it will help you get, you know, again, more, another opportunity for reviews, um, without you being their personal placement agency. Right. Now, for those of you that have placement agencies, that's a whole mm-hmm. different ballgame. Right. You know, for communities though, right. That's not your job. Um, so, so again, website, right. Have the right message, have the right cause to action. And I'll just quickly say this before we move on to the last thing. As far as the pricing guide goes, I totally agree with you. It's been very successful. And I think part of the reason it's been successful is because even within that pricing guide, um, the communities that I've worked with, we've focused on, again, telling the right message. When they download our pricing guide, they don't just download a sheet of prices and text. They download an actual guide that reminds the reader Hey, this yep. is where you are. You know, you're searching in senior living and, and and this is how, you know, we can guide you basically to something better. And here's our starting price. Nothing more, extremely simple. Um, by that point, they'll look at the price and they know this is something I want to, you know, continue to look at or something I need to look elsewhere. Yep. hundred percent. So last one, number four is follow up. And this one has been, this one has been amazing. Uh, to me, to really see how this affects the number of book tours and, and booked appointments. Uh, I'll, I'll start by saying this. When I was first starting to work with Dallas, and this is, this is really one of the areas of his um, expertise, he was telling me, okay, you need, when, when someone goes to one of the community's websites and they download pricing, then you need <coughs> to have it automatically set, whatever system you're using, to follow up with them have 15 touches in two weeks. And I thought, that's way too many. No way. What's been very surprising to me is that when someone downloads that lead generator, whether it's pricing guide or something else, and they don't want to hear from you anymore, they will definitely let you know. They will say, stop talking to me. Spam. No. Quit. Unsubscribe. And that's okay. That's okay. Of course. Like, that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's a numbers game, yep. right? And then... A lot of other people will let you continue to contact them, multiple texts, and then finally after like the eight or ninth, they'll say, okay, I'm ready for a tour. It's been amazing how often that has happened. And it's all just because of automated follow-up. Well, and the, the other reason automation is so critical is it takes the human element out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we do a ton of research on this. And the average salesperson, and this is across industries, this isn't just senior living, but every single community I talk to, I always ask them, 
when you get a lead, how many times do you follow up before you say that they're not, they're not interested? The average is probably four to six. And the highest anyone has told me is like 10 or 12. Right. Mm -hmm. And the ones that say that I'm not hundred percent sure that they're being honest. Um, because you know, you can kind of, I don't know. It's just a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when, when you have a system in place, right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe, maybe your marketing director is busy with a vaccination drive one day. Maybe they're, there's, they're being pulled into meetings to talk about new visitation policies. It, it really feels like most communities, the sales and marketing team are the ones that are getting pulled in many different directions these days and wearing way more hats than they've ever worn. So when I say you're not following up, I don't mean that, that you're being lazy. Although some people are right. Some people are just yeah. lazy, but most people are good, you know, hardworking people and they just, they're busy and no fault of their own hours go by or even days go by before they follow up. Well, guess what? Your competitors are following up. And so, you know, you're, you're missing out on those opportunities. So when you have some sort of automation system in place to make sure that every single person gets followed up with in the first six minutes, and by the way, the reason those six minutes are important, we know that you're nine times as likely to book a tour if you follow up in the first six minutes. Yes. So the six minute, the six minute mark is the magic mark. Um, and, and, you know, when we set up automation for one of our partners, we typically time it to where that first message goes out between three and five minutes after they opt in. And the reason we delay it is we don't want it to feel like a robot, right? right? Like how many of you guys have really bad chat widgets on your website Ugh. that do not feel natural at all? And we were just looking at you one. Know, we, you know five seconds in Ugh. that it's a robot, yep. right? We don't want that. We want it to feel very organic. We call them by their name. We, we, we time it out right. Uh, and all those campaigns, it makes a ton of difference. And and when you mix in emails and text message, you know this is a this is another tip, right? If you're if you're going to build your own, that's fine. But when you email someone, send them a text message two or three minutes later, saying, "Hey, Luke, I just shot that email I told you about. Just want to make sure you saw it. If you don't see it, check your spam. You know, sometimes it goes to spam. Mm -hmm. Spam filters are crazy. You never. I mean, most of you guys have, probably don't have this issue, but you know, you can get blacklisted for all sorts of stuff with your domain. And, um, and so that's another reason, a, you want to make sure they know that you sent it because mm -hmm. they're going to get a text message immediately. Emails they may not see for hours, depending on how many emails they get a day, it could get pushed down, 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 down all the way to the second page. They never see it. So that's one thing we always do. Always recommend is when you send an email, schedule a text message, you know, two, three, four minutes later, um, so that they know you sent it. And that level of service, y'all, they feel like you're going above and beyond. Oh, um, totally. Because no one, no one's doing that. There was a uh, community a probably about maybe four or five weeks ago now. But literally, this lady posted a Google review and essentially said, the reason I picked this place for my husband to go to get rehab be was because of how fast they were responding to my questions. That that that's not word for word, but that's essentially what she said in her Google review. People notice this well, and they really appreciate it. They absolutely notice it because most people aren't doing it. Yeah, right. It's the it's the Chick Fil A effect, mm -hmm. right? It's not like Chick Fil A has this magically better fast food. Well, 
I wouldn't. Right? I mean, it's, it, it's higher in. Don't get me wrong. But it's still fast food. Right? It's not like you're going to a steakhouse or something. You're not going to Gus's Fried Chicken or some awesome chicken house that has yeah. like really good chicken. But there is always a line because the people are friendly. How many fast food restaurants do you go to where they're even smiling? Right? This is the same thing. Right? You can be that level of service just by doing these little things. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing, too. I, I, I watch salespeople all the time, right? And my thing is always, how do you treat me when you're trying to sell me? Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you're slow to respond when you're trying to sell to me, or you're not, you're not on it in that phase, then... I can only imagine how slow you're going to respond when I have an issue as a customer. Right. Right. And so that's why it's so important um, to, to build these automation campaigns and to do it the right way. Yep. So Dallas, you know, they'll say the, the fortunes in the follow-up is absolutely true. And, and, and I'll add one more thing. Yeah, Sorry. No, go for but it. I just, I was so, and a lot of times on these follow-up campaigns, we may not get a response back for two or three months, mm-hmm. but we keep touching them right now. We're not going to hit them up seven, eight times a week months from now. Yeah. But we just slowly reduce it so that in three months, maybe they're getting two messages a month. Cause a, a, right? we're, yeah, we're just reaching out. A lot of the leads that come in are just, you know, especially if it's for independent living, you know, a lot of them will say, Hey, I'm looking for mom. I'm just kind of shopping right now, gathering some prices. And a lot of those people aren't, aren't even looking to move their parents for like a couple of years. So by the way, when people say online advertising doesn't work, it's typically because they followed up three or four times and gave up. Yeah. The people that are Googling, right? Those are going to be slower processes for the most part. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the people that are Googling, they're in that first stage of, does mom and dad, not all of them, but there's a lot of them that, in, that when they start searching and they start their online breadcrumbs, uh, if you will, they are in that first stage of having that conversation with the siblings mm-hmm. and or trying to sell it to mom and dad. Yep. Right. And for those of you that have been doing this a long time, you know that this is this happens a lot, right? Unless it's a situation where there is a dire need. And they need to move in like tonight. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, brother and sister have to have to maybe fight it out or convince each other, hey, yeah, it's time. And then maybe they go to mom and dad together. But that's that's not always a very fast process. So uh, this is also when the follow up combined with the the right ads and the right targeting make the difference. And this will be the last thing I say about this, but. I mean, all of you listening, you're experienced sales and marketing professionals in, in senior care, and you know that this is a very stressful time for adult children or even for a spouse that might be looking um, for their own spouse. Like, this is extremely stressful. But if you can give them an experience that is so far the opposite of stressful, that is going to make a huge impact on them, and they will remember that. And when the time is right for them to, you know, help move their their husband or their wife or their mom or their dad into a community, you, yours will be top of mind, period, because of this incredible 
um, relationship and process that you that you gave them. Yep. And I'll tell you this. I mean, we, we haven't we haven't gone live with this yet at all, but but I would encourage you to extend the automation deeper into that relationship. Um, we, we are working on some things where, um, you know, if some of the nurses update a spreadsheet for each patient, we could automate that message into a text, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, if Luke, let's just say Luke is a resident and today he played dominoes with one of his buddies, right? They could write in the spreadsheet, play dominoes with one of his buddies. Mm-hmm. And, that could automatically generate a text message to his family saying, Hey, Luke's daughter, uh, just want to let you know, Luke had a great day today. He played some dominoes with one of his buddies and yada, yada, yada. We we're working on things like that, that we're going to add to what we're doing. So, um, I, I think the long term the long term of this is really going to be something special to you. So just to recap, make sure your ads and targeting, don't just write it off because you tried it once or twice and it doesn't work. Ads and targeting definitely work, but make sure you're working with the right people. Make sure that you and have... And that you're following up with them. We'll get there again, but right. part of the reason they didn't work for you right. is you didn't follow up. Right. Number two, make sure you have a solid review strategy in place, constantly working on getting new five-star reviews. Don't let your star rating on Google just get stale. Uh, that doesn't help your search engine. That search engine optimization. Make sure you're getting new reviews. And then number three, take a look at your messaging on your website. What is your messaging saying? Is it all about you? Is it all about your building? Are you just mentioning your community name over and over and over again, or are you actually telling the story of the adult child who's looking for their mom or their dad? And is your homepage overloaded with text? <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Another podcast for another time. And finally, follow up. Uh, I think we spent the most time on that because it, out of all of these, might it's, just affect affect your community and positively affect uh, what you do more than. Well, the I think the I think the key to follow up there is that the first three are somewhat autonomous, and follow up increases the results from all three of those areas. If you follow up from mm-hmm. the ads and traffic, you will get better results. If you follow up asking for reviews, you will get better results. And if you follow up from leads on your website, you will book more tours. So I think that's why follow up is so much, so much more important is a, most of you aren't doing this because I have conversations with you every week and at least 75 to 80% of you have no follow up system in place. Um, and so your 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 ads and traffic are not booking you as many tours as they could. Your reviews, you're not getting as many reviews as you could. And your website is not generating and booking as many tours as it should. So um, these are the four areas that you can control when it comes to your online lead generation and, and tour booking. Uh, and that's a big thing with us, right? We don't focus on leads. We, we are 100% focused on helping you book tours. Leads are a commodity, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we want to book you tours. So, I think this is this one. This is my favorite podcast we've done, Luke. I think this is if if I people agree. listen to one podcast that we've put out there, 
listen to this one. I totally agree. Dallas, I enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. See you in the Facebook group. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Senior Living Marketing Success. If you liked our content, we would love for you to leave us a review on wherever you're listening to this podcast. That would really help us out. And secondly, if you're not a part of our Facebook group where we talk about this stuff daily, you need to join. Just go to facebook.com, search for Senior Living Marketing Success, and then join. Remember, tell the right story, optimize your targeting, use the right technology, and get more reviews. We'll chat with you next week.